Welcome everyone to the Retail Corner Podcast from Proxima 360. The purpose of our podcast is to bring a relaxed and educational environment to discuss the current retail landscape, best of breed products, and retail business best practices. You will always find us talking with business users, technical resources, and retail experts on how they are and where they are headed. to the Retail Corner Podcast. Today we have with us Michael Hirschfield. He is the founder and CEO of Accrue Savings. Uh, the topic for today is we're going to be talking about inflation and how it's changing consumer shopping habits and with it, considering the role of credit and spending and savings. So Michael, how are you doing today? I'm great. Thanks so much for having me on. Oh, it's a pleasure to have you today. So first and foremost, before we really go into the topic, can you explain to us what is Accrue Savings? What do you guys do? How do you how are you guys really helping the consumer and the retailer to build a better relationship? Accrue is a savings experience. We empower merchants to offer a merchant embedded savings experience, helping consumers save up for goods. I mean, obviously, we spent the last 50 years innovating on credit store credit cards, credit cards being sent to people's homes, most recently buy now, pay later, or the really the, the inverse to that, the converse to that. The, the opportunity here for retailers to offer consumers the opportunity to save up for a trip, save up for a piece of furniture, save up for a home renovation. It's, uh, it's going where consumers already are. It's, uh, it's empowering them to save up for things rather than forcing them to utilize credit. In this okay. Market. So, so one would say, like, for example, I have my, my travel credit card, right? And then I get to save all these points to, to the future trip, right? Uh, so is it in that same concept, but the idea is to keep it internal with a retailer where they're actually building somewhat of a loyalty program, but, the, but they're being able to save points to reinvest in that particular consumer for whatever products or services they're offering? Yeah. So Carlos, think of it like a, it's, a, it's an FDIC savings account. So the majority of Americans are actively saving up for a trip they want to go on next summer or a home renovation they want to do or a mattress they want to buy. For, for all of the experiences, the credit card experience you've articulated, it's incentivizing consumers to buy now, to use the credit card now and to get loyalty points to buy now for future purchases. But that gets that a majority of Americans are actively saving up for something. So Accrue is different. We provide merchants the opportunity to offer a savings account to consumers. Start saving with a particular brand for an experience. So your, your, your use case you just articulated is a travel use case. Like you would be saving up to go on a trip and you'd be earning significant yield or significant cash rewards to save for that trip. So let's say it's a $1,000 trip you want to go on. You could be earning 10, 15% with a particular airline or an OTA during your savings journey. Um, ultimately to make the purchase. And think of it really like a marketing funnel. Like merchants today spend a great deal, and I'm sure you've had many guests before talk about the rising CAC, the cost of acquisition mm-hmm. for customers. And buy now, pay later, Facebook and Google ad spend, you're looking to drive consumers through that funnel ultimately to make the purchase, particularly optimizing that bottom of the funnel experience. But that is uh, unfair to the consumers. Consumers have more power than ever um, they are saving up right now. And so Accrue is an embedded savings experience and we empower merchants to offer consumers rewards 
to let consumers to start saving on their own time so they can start saving in their own personal journey to purchase the product and get rewarded for that. Nice, nice. That's so nice. And and so I'm assuming most of the consumers, how do they engage with you guys? Do they go particular to the retailer and they're offering through an app and they're able to see how their savings are increasing and, and to manage those? Or what is what is the best route for them to really connect with this and take it the opportunity? Yes, so it's so it's an embedded savings experience. So consumers, uh, our browsers are going to see this on merchant websites. They do currently see this on merchant, on home pages, on category pages, on product display pages, in email marketing that our merchants utilize. So it's an offering that is merchandised to the consumer on the the merchant websites throughout the the funnel of the cons- of the merchant's website. And so that offering that a merchant mm-hmm. provides to the consumer, the, the consumer then chooses to start saving. Again, 90 plus percent of consumers never make it to the checkout page. And so this offering is given to those balanced users, those consumers that are not ready to make the purchase and they open up a savings account on the merchant's, sa- uh, merchant's website and they have an account that they start saving weekly, bi-weekly, it's like every, every other FDIC savings account they may have, they set up a savings a deposit experience set up every two weeks, every four weeks to ultimately save up. And when they're ready, they make the purchase. It's a, it's a, it's a bank account that a consumer has with a particular merchant, um, and they get rewarded for every one of those milestones that they achieve. Wow. 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 That's really nice. And, and how does that play all with it all? Right. For example, right now, consumers are really struggling with credit, right? They're having a very hard time. Uh, and it, it, it all comes with inflation. They're missing payments. They're not making it there more than usual. Right. Uh, so as consumers are struggling, do you foresee that getting worse with, with all the changes in inflation? Uh, and what percentage of consumers are missing that payment? Is it really as bad as we think or, or, or what is, what is currently the market at? I mean, we, we, we see this with the, obviously with, with the last couple of weeks, when we, when we look at public companies, both buy now, pay later companies and credit card companies starting to report increased delinquent delinquent delinquencies, and it's going to get more painful. I mean, the, we're, we're, we're in a looming recession. We are in a recession right now. And, and the unfortunate reality is that consumers are going to feel the pain of rising interest rates. People are going to, are feeling the pain of, of inflation. So they're going to miss payments on their store credit cards on their buy now, pay later. I mean, we, we did a study most recently that 43% of consumers have missed their buy, their buy now, pay later payments. I mean, uh, Synchrony Financial wow. just came out with it. Synchrony Financial just came out with their numbers last week in, in their in their public final, quarterly filings, and it, it's it's up 36 percent from 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 year over year quarter, uh, from last from last Q Q3 reporting. And so, like you start looking at the statistics around consumer behavior, and you're and you're seeing more pain that that consumers are having around their credit uh, uh, choices that they've made in their lives. And so, merchants need to do more, right? They are they have a responsibility. Let's be honest about the role that brands have in today's marketplace. They spend a fortune driving consumers to make purchases. They push credit cards on consumers. They push buy now, pay later. But this is inflicting pain on consumers. And even more now when we see the looming recession, the pain is going to be real on these consumers. And brands have a responsibility to be aware of what they're offering. So there's an awareness in the services. And unfortunately, when you look at the trend, it's not just the research that we're doing. You look at the public markets, you look at the binary pillator company, a firm that's trading publicly, you obviously look at the credit card companies and the, and the, and the rising delinquencies. Um, you don't have to look very far 
to uh, some of the pain that retailers are going to feel because of the consumer's um, the consumer's debt debt uh, increase that's happening right now in the market. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, and as you said, it, it, it's a it's a relationship, right? Because as the retailers keep pushing the same methodology and the consumers are suffering through that methodology, things need to change, right? Otherwise, they're going to start shifting their shopping habits, which they're already doing very much so, right? And talking about their shopping habits and the increase of inflation, how do you see consumer shopping habits really going forward, right, into the future? So, yes, we're currently into, into inflation. It, it's very bad in certain, mar- in certain areas and in industries. How do you see that transitioning over as 2022 is coming to an end? and we're starting 2023, what are those trends going to be across, you know, travel, CPG, holiday, et cetera, et cetera? I think, I think Americans are going to be more thoughtful in how they spend their money. Um, there's, no, there's no question that um, consumers are feeling the pain of the rising prices of, of, of basic goods, let alone, let alone more expensive items. And so consumers are going to be more thoughtful about how they spend for, for Christmas this year um, you, you obviously are hearing uh, public market retailers starting to, to re- pull down their guidance, knowing that consumers, Amazon just did it a couple of days ago on how consumers are going to be spending through Christmas time. So there's, there's going to be a pullback on, on how Americans are going to be spending their money through the end of Q4 and likely into Q1 uh, because of the fact that people's personal finances are, are changing. You see a drawdown, um, you see a drawdown in American savings deposit, uh, accounts. Uh, as well, and so that 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 awareness that Americans are having right now around their own personal financial situation, and the fact that there are many Americans right now that are that are in current credit pain, um, retailers are are unfortunately going to feel the brunt uh, of that. And if they if they have some foresight and realize that 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 pushing credit, whether it's their store credit cards or buy now pay later, is not in the long term best interest of the relationship they want to have with their consumers, um, it is going to impact their bottom line as well. Absolutely. And, and what, what do you think retailers can do, right? Because, I mean, holiday season is around the corner, right? It's just a matter of weeks. How can retailers change or adapt quickly and shift in order to help the consumer, right? And, and, and in order to try to mi- miss out on the least amount of purchases throughout these two next important months? I mean, obviously, there, there's, a, there's a sensitivity around pricing, I mean, let's. Uh, this is. There's always a tough. There's always a tough. Uh, supply chain has increased the cost of goods for for, for retailers, and so you know, obviously, mar- there's a significant margin crunch that's happening, and, and it's a natural tendency to try to pass that on to, to the consumers. But knowing that there is, but knowing there is tremendous consumer pain right now in the market, one has to be really thoughtful around how you you price your product. Um, associated, we're seeing more discounting happening already. There's sort of a, a forward push around. Um, around Black Friday coming earlier for many. So there's an increased discount, discounting uh, practice happening for many retailers. Again, I have to be, I have to be really clear and transparent. Like I, I think about um, retailers' relationships in the long term, and, and we're, we're a savings application. So we're about consumers saving up on their own terms. It may not be for today's purchase, but it really you're building an affinity for the long term. It goes back to sort of the accrued value proposition. Um, and so when I talk to retailers, I really talk about like, I really talk about the opportunity to build affinity pre-purchase and for the lifetime with the consumer. And so I really believe that offering payment diversity, uh, uh, whether it's not just buy now, pay later or credit card offerings by allowing consumers to save on their terms and reward them for that will reduce their cost of acquisition um, and reduce their spend um, for, uh, on, the, on the marketing side and ultimately allow them to get consumers to make purchases um, when they're ready. 
and to, to empower and, and hit their dreams of choice. One of the things that we have to be really be awareness, aware of is that the cost of acquisition of customers have particularly gone up with the removal of third-party cookies online. And so merchants have had to change, are continuing to have to change their strategy of how they acquire customers. We are in an incredibly truncated period as we hit the Christmas season. And so we really need to be looking into Q1 and Q2 on how merchants can build a really wonderful and impactful and long-term relationship with consumers that doesn't, that don't rely on Facebook and Google as their driver for economic growth. That addiction is leading also to a rising cost of acquisition of customers and a real competition to drive uh, economic value for merchants uh, and consumers alike. No, absolutely. And, and, and it's also a complete dependency, right, on, on the social media outlets. And, and I think what you guys are offering, it's, it's really tremendous because it's really allowing the consumer to save, as you very well mentioned, but it's also allowing to build a, a trust and a brand loyalty, right, uh, that consumers can have with those particular brands that, are, that start offering services uh, like cruise savings. And so with that, um, where do you see social media? Do you think social media is going to take somewhat of a change as all of these things are happening, or you think they're going to continue on their path of just maximizing on making revenue, you know, in the strategy that they have and retailers really have to go outside of the envelope and, and look for new ways to connect to the consumer. Well, obviously consumer behavior is changing on social media. So right, we, we, we're, we're seeing a reduction of, of, of how consumers engage with Facebook, Instagram is seeing some uh, daily active user and DAU uh, numbers potentially pulling down here. And obviously, we've been increased increased usage of TikTok and, and and other mediums. So there's a there's a there's a constant evolution that that merchants have on how that brand uh, engages with consumers, and and uh, and that has to happen potentially more organically, which is why we're seeing a rise of the influencer. As a, as a strategy to acquire customers online. It still has to be driven on an, RO, on an ROI basis, which is why Facebook and Google was so impactful for so long around, their, around, their, around Google AdWords and Facebook Ad Manager. But the removal of third-party cookies, Carlos, is the, is the great challenge to merchants because retargeting was a tremendous driver to consumers, driver for consumers ultimately to make the purchase. Mm-hmm. So that, the fact that Apple and Google Android has, have removed that as a tool there's going to be an evolution, and that's why you're seeing more merchants use other channels to try to drive consumers um, to, 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 to make purchases, and ultimately why a company like Accru becomes so compelling, because we are an upper-funnel, mid-funnel acquisition tool. Right? So if you could acquire customers earlier on in their consideration phase to start to save up for something months, years, weeks before they're ready, um, that's a particularly unique way, and it's a, it's a much more cost-efficient way to, to drive your ROI around your spend. And doing things like that um, is what uh, merchants are going to have to do to, uh, to increase their value right now. Absolutely. And really, we see this actually with Shopify. Shopify also has introduced an advertising platform. Amazon's getting more aggressive in, 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 advertising, in advertising too. We're going to see Apple introduce uh, something probably in the new year. Things are changing pretty rap- rapidly in the, in, the, in the online ad game. Um, you know, nothing, nothing is, sta- nothing is static. We're seeing an evolution here. And so there's really opportunity for new entrants. And so something like a crew is not just a loyalty affinity opportunity, but it's also a way to drive unique value, uh, between the merchants and the consumer and acquire customers earlier on. 
No, absolutely. I agree. And one last question for you, and I'd like to ask this to everybody, right? If, if you had one piece of advice to not just retailers, but there's so many entrepreneurs, right, that are coming out from the past three years, so many people have been forced into kind of following into that entrepreneur. What would be the one piece of advice that you would give? Them? Uh, be focused and follow your heart and, and stand for a mission. Um, the power of a crew. And when I think about the team that's, uh, that, that's working for the company and the investors that have supported this business, and, and even more importantly, the retailers that have committed and, and, uh, and brands that have committed to the product, they are anchoring to this product uh, around a mission, a mission that the world can be a little bit better, that Amer the capitalism can be rounded, that doesn't have to inflict so much pain on consumers. That's my mission. That drives me to get up in the morning. Um, that allows being an entrepreneur and all the challenges of entrepreneurship um, uh, to be inspiring. And uh, we all work to help each other. That, with that methodology, um, um, living in this world, living in this sort of time um, uh, is, uh, is, is a little bit easier. And uh, a crew's mission can hopefully be reflected in other people the way that they choose their careers and how they think about entrepreneurship and how merchants think about how they build relationships with their consumers. It's about who you are, what you stand for, and how you want to be seen by other people and how you want to treat other people, most importantly. Michael, that was a great piece of advice. And, and I really like and agree with the fact that there's enough out there in the market for everybody, right? So if we think in a very collaborative form and we think about helping each other, there's enough for everybody to go around. So I, I couldn't agree more. Thank you so much for your time today, Michael. It was very, very informative for everybody out there listening. Uh, guys, look into Accrue Savings. You know, we'll have their contact information. Reach out to Michael's team. I think it's a great avenue for customer acquisition, as he very well mentioned. And I think it's a great avenue for you guys to add an add-on value, right, which you constantly have to be providing. Because as he very well mentioned, it's an ever-changing game and now more rapidly than ever. Thanks, Carlos. Thanks for having me. Thank you. If you would like to be featured on our podcast, please email us at podcast at retailcorner.live or visit our website, retailcorner.live. Looking forward to having you as our guest on our podcast. And thank you so much for listening.